0: Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. Before we jump into this one, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up on a project that my business partner and I, Luke Irvin from Mixed Mercury Media, are working on. It is the Arizona Beer Book, where we're going to highlight about 40 breweries across the state of Arizona. It's going to be photo-centric, coffee table style, um, Arizona Beer Book. So, planning on having that out at the beginning of October follow us on instagram at the arizona beer book that is at the arizona beer book on instagram and the arizona beer book.com will be the website we got a few things up there right now when pre-order is ready you'll be able to pre-order the book through there but we'll keep you guys updated on all of that so pretty excited about it and um, follow us on instagram to follow us through our adventures of creating this book so this episode traveled down to Tucson, actually a little bit north of Tucson, Marana, to hang out with Todd and Erica Button from Button Brew House. So my buddy, classy alcoholic, huge fan of these guys, and it makes sense why their beers are fantastic. They're awesome, awesome people. The tap room is just—it's a, a great tap room. It's—it's it's, can't even explain it. You just got to go there. It's just a really cool, cozy, homey type of place, and you'll hear in the episode uh the way that they broke up uh, brew house, uh, they made it, you know, two words. So brew house, it's like their house, it's their home. And they want you to come in to their home and drink their awesome beer. So let's tap into button brew house. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Billy Keys on the yeah.
0: All right. So we are at the classy alcoholics. One of his favorite spots, right? I would probably say favorite as much as he talks about you guys. But he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he's not even going to be able to respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he'll listen to this one. Actually, you know what? I bet you he'll be pissed that I didn't invite him for this one. Like, what the fuck, dude? Come on. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we're here at Button Brew House. We're in uh, Marana, about, what, 15 minutes north of uh, Tucson, downtown? It's about,
2: about 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. okay. From downtown.
0: From downtown. From downtown. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've got Todd and Erica Button here.
1: Guys thanks so much thank you
0: yeah thank you for having us pretty excited to uh, get you guys on the show Um, we got some beers here we're going to be tasting but but let's kind of start with uh, one of the things I was reading um, and I loved it and and when we met uh, what was a couple weeks ago uh, talked about the chiltepine um, is your I would say what traditional over trendy is the approach you take to to making beers
2: you um, like the traditional? I, I, I would just call it traditional. Traditional, I, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I wouldn't say over trendy. There's, yeah. there's, some, there's some trends. I mean, beer is trendy. It's, it always yeah. has been, and, and that's part of the fun, fun of it. You I know, think it's so. more
1: true to style.
0: There you go. Okay. So, yes. okay,
1: okay. True to style, consistent beer.
0: Boom. I know that's so. way better than what I came up with. Yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, I mean we want to do some of the trendy stuff too, so yeah.
0: Yeah, well you you have uh you have a wide range of of beers. I mean you have the staples, you've got the ones that you kind of there's the what is it the New England style that you uh that You kind of have a rotational hop in that one
2: yeah, it's uh we we rotate the hops every time we brew it just to uh create different aromas and flavors and it's it's a lot of fun so it it changes every time we brew it and and that's how it's designed yeah, yeah we, so. and
1: we've had that the tropical monsoon and we just uh changed the number of the series each time and we've had it since we opened pretty much right yep.
0: You get lots of feedback from people like, go back to number two. Yes. I like number two. Definitely, yes. <laughs> definitely. Oh, number
1: one was the best. <laughs> yeah. Number four. Uh, yeah. Are you guys
2: yeah. ever going to do number four again? And, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> that, that's day. good, though. That's, I mean, yeah. it's flattering that, that somebody enjoyed it that much that they want us to bring it back again. Um, and, and who knows? Maybe
0: we will sometime. So that, yeah. that's that's the part of the fun. You do like a seven days a week. Like day one is number one and, you know do a whole thing like that that'd be a lot of work right <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> that, Todd's like ah, yeah. I don't know about that <laughs> maybe some smaller batches that'd yeah be that's a, a big task yeah. <laughs> there you go there you go so well how did how did this start because uh, I mean you guys have been open what for about two years now right September Year and a half? will be two years okay okay yeah so um wh- where did you guys start like not not just with the beer but what did you do before this
2: well uh I was in the printing industry for uh, about eighteen years and uh, started out working in shipping departments and then running presses and and then moved up to pre press and I worked in pre press for quite a while and 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 uh until finally I, I left doing that just working for mom and pop shops and and started my own uh, my own company uh, a fine art reproduction company where we we uh, mainly worked with artists and, and private artists and galleries, and uh, they're the limited edition G clays that you print that you see hanging that are numbered and signed by the uh, artist. Yeah, okay. So it was it, that that was some of the funnest time I had in the printing industry, getting to work with all this amazing artwork and and uh, stuff like that. And then uh, I ended up selling the company and uh, and going and getting a corporate job, uh, and and I moved to Chicago, and then they transferred me here to Tucson in 2007. And I fell in love with this place. I just, I love it here. I grew up in Phoenix, but, you know, Tucson is, is definitely, you get that Arizona vibe, and I love all of Arizona, and, and it's just grown on me, and I just wanted to stay. Yeah. So Nice,
0: nice. So, and here we are, so yeah. that, Tucson. Well, in that,
1: that company moved to Pennsylvania, and we were not going to move to Pennsylvania. Right. And the corporate gig. Yeah. As. Yeah. A, With my background as a graphic designer, I was very excited because then we said we we wanted to start our own business, um, you know, by the time we turned 40. And so I had asked him, yay, do we get to do a print shop? I would really like a Heidelberg Press. And he said, I don't want to do that anymore. I said, well, what do you want to do? Well, I take all the blame because I'm the one who bought him his first homebrew kit. That was the seed. You planted the seed. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, I want to open a brewery uh uh what <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was
2: really hard to tell her at first it, it
0: to tell her that that was to what you're telling
2: her was. that that's what I wanted to do and yeah and I had a pretty nice offer on the table for for work so uh
1: yeah well we knew you want you he wanted to get out of corporate we wanted yeah. to be independent but um so yeah he uh completed the business plan and went back to school and attended Portland State University and got a certificate in business for craft beverages and and then got a diploma from the American Brewers Guild, Intensive Brewing Science and Engineering, and became legitimately a master brewer.
0: Nice. I knew you had the credentials behind you. You yeah. can tell. Then it was just <laughs> coming up with
1: money and, oh, yeah. Oh, the easy part, right? Oh, gosh. Right?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. capital is definitely the biggest challenge and, and still is. I mean, but, you know, that's any small business owner will tell you that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. You got the idea, right? And you've, you've got the idea. I'm like, all right, here's it simple, right? Yeah. Like, I- ideas are great. Execution's another story though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what was it about, um, so she brought you, bought you the homebrew kit. What was it about that that made you, you know, look at it beyond just a hobby?
2: Oh man, everything. I mean, I enjoy business and the challenge of it. And uh, um, so uh, that was part of it. So naturally we had planned on uh, opening uh, a small business of our own at some point anyway. And uh, we had talked about a print shop yeah. and and uh <laughs> I, she has let things, that one go completely. completely <laughs> you know things change as, yeah. as time changes but yeah I mean w- when I first started homebrewing, uh, the first beer I made it was it, it wasn't bad it, it wasn't great but it wasn't bad it was like it was a pretty good beer it was an oatmeal stout and the uh, anticipation of it all Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> you, so even great, when you're in great the great great kitchen cook. all day okay yeah he's but a even great even cook. when you're in the kitchen all day you get to try the food the same day if right, or 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 at least, or the, the or at least yeah. by the next day, right? Okay, it's, sure. it's done. You get to try it. Yep. Well, with beer, you, you make it. And if you try it the same day or the next day, it's nasty. Yeah, <laughs> and it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be ready yet, right? Yeah. So it takes several weeks for it to ferment and mature and and turn from sugar water into the delicious liquid that we all love to drink. Yeah, and and uh, uh, then then you got to carbonate it too. You know, another another added. A uh, uh, process to 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 getting it ready to drink, and uh, so yeah, it, it was excruciating waiting. You know, five weeks to to open a. beer. But I think just
1: all the meticulous measurements and precise timing and keeping it sanitized. I think that drives him like.
0: Is that your style? Like your personality? Mm-hmm. Like
2: well, I think different. the challenge of it all—it's—it's it's, uh, you have to you have to pay attention when you're making beer. You really have to pay attention to what you're doing, and your your cleaning uh, regimens and, and your sanitation procedures—they've got to be on point. I mean, there's nothing more important. When you're in the back of the house, than keeping things clean yeah. uh, for for the process, and I mean it's 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 essentially a food making process, and you have to treat it that way um, if you're going to make a good beer. Uh, and then there's so many other challenges with the, with the biochemistry of the yeast, and and uh, you know the. the all the different hot varieties and malt varieties that are available to you and just the different ingredients. I mean, it's endless. Yeah. I will spend the rest of my life continuing to learn about beer, and that's pretty exciting. There's just so much information. There's no way you could learn it all. Yeah. So, it's, it's, yeah, it's fun. It keeps, it keeps it new and fresh all the time. So.
0: Meticulous. You, was that one of the words you used, meticulous? Like, are you are you a person that, like, if the recipe calls for, like, a quarter teaspoon, you, like, flatten it out? Like to make sure it's an exactly quarter teaspoon? Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <That's>, me too. <laughs> that's, that's what it
2: says to do. It's, yeah. You know, if it's one gram, you don't put two grams. <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Dude, that's awesome. And and I think that that would help with consistency as well, right? I mean, that's essential to the consistency is making sure those measurements are always the same and the process oh, is the same. Well, it's got to be.
2: It's definitely one of the pieces of the puzzle for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, and and it shows in the beers too. So, uh, but before we w- before we jump into the beers, I, I just I, I feel like the combination of like when you go to your guys's website and you you kind of read the bio of, of you two, um, it's like the killer combination of skills of what you guys have. You know what I mean? Like the you know you with the credentials with making the beer and the graphic design. Because I know when you guys you guys um, you guys do a Kickstarter, right? Yes. Yeah. So I rem- I, I think that was my first. Um, experience with you guys was seeing the kickstarter and i think classy alcoholic told me about it um but um it's it just right away the branding was on point like your guys's logo and the design of it you know so there's that obvious graphic design right there from erica yeah uh but then to execute on the beer as well that's that's you know because you could have all the, you know, the coolest can art, which your guys' can art's pretty badass. <laughs> uh, but if the the liquid inside of it is not up to par, then it's like, okay, that was kind of cool. But where it's the, when they match, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That was a long drawn out way of me saying, nice job, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> we work really hard on it, so thank you. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and you did the can designs yes. Uh, yourself. Yeah. Yes, I love those.
1: Everything, love. all the artwork we do in house. Um, yeah, we. I always say we're the yin and yang of each other. Um, I make things pretty. He makes it right because he still he, he he likes to deny that he forgot everything of his 18 years of of print, but he can still get into <laughs> Adobe Creative Suites and and do some work. I say he's a graphic designer too, and he he denies it. He can do layouts, so. I'm a brewer. Yes, yes, you're a brewer. However, (laughs) (laughs) you still have your Photoshop skills.
2: Uh, Well, if you hold the gun to my head,
0: (laughs) if if I have to. (laughs) Well, I think too in the name, uh, like you were just talking about before, Todd was brew house, right? You know, there's two different ways you can do a brew house, as in you know the brew house, the brewery, but the way you guys have it split up, brew house is two words. I like the way you explain it because this is like this is your home.
2: Here. Yeah, this is our house. So it's Brew yeah. House, two words, um where great great craft lives. Um you know, beer is beer is living too, you know. And so this is the house we make it in and this is our house. And, and uh so yeah, that's that's kind of the the reasoning behind splitting up the two words. And, and
1: we like to welcome yeah. people that you know, encourage them to have their gatherings here and you know, i we wanted to create an atmosphere where you wanted to have your meetings, to have your birthday parties, to have your you know, and we've we've done those things. So um we'll really just try to create that type of atmosphere.
0: Yeah. And it has that feeling too, because I mean when, when uh I haven't been here as many times as I should be, I know the sh- shame on me. <laughs> but but when we came in it, it's it's it is the, the way you guys, you know, run this place, um, you know, whether it's whoever needs a beer field. it's you know, it's not like ah, that's not my my role. You're like this is my house you're welcoming people in and, and making sure that they have a great time. So nice work. Once again, we're checking Thank off the you. list of awesome things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep jumping around. I, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go back to, okay, you decided we're going to open up this place, right? So um, so wh- what happened from that point of like, okay, you tell her I want to open up a brewery. Where did it go from there?
2: Well, y- you know, uh, she, she said uh, after the initial shock wore off, uh, of me telling her what I wanted to do, uh, she st- took a step back and she looked at me and she said, okay, well, I'll tell you what, if if you write a business plan and and you can make it make sense and, and everything makes, makes sense, like we could really do, make a go at this, then you know, then okay, let's do it, and and uh, so that's what I did. I spent the next four months putting together a, an eighty-five page business plan, and wow. and uh, it started out as a brew pub with a, a brewery and a restaurant, um, and uh, <laughs> and, 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 no. and we learn and as we got more education and learned more. Uh, we cut out the restaurant side of it, decided that maybe starting one business uh uh was was enough rather yeah. than two because really <laughs> the true. the brewery yeah. and the restaurant are two separate businesses, and they need to be run that way and and uh uh we weren't yeah. ready for that so yeah. we said okay let 's take a step back and let 's just focus on the beer and uh so that 's that 's what we started working on and, and then we
1: got the education yeah. and then we were always you know uh behind a computer pretty much or had office jobs. Um and so he immersed himself in the industry too to get hospitality experience. Um you probably had a odd job or two in your early twenties, but for the most part it's always been in a print shop. And then I've I mean my parents had a restaurant but I've never really served or anything. Yeah. And so he um worked at the Canyons Crown for for a little while. And then he also uh, when they first opened Arizona, Arizona Beer House and Tucson Hop Shop.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. So I
2: worked at both Arizona Beer House and Tucson Hop Shop for a year and a half. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, Brian over at uh, Arizona Beer House and David over at, at Tucson Hop Shop were kind enough to give me a job and let me get some experience and understand how to run a bar. Yeah. Uh, Cause that was the one thing I felt I was lacking in business. I was comfortable in the brewery. I was comfortable, but I wasn't comfortable behind the bar and, okay. and, and knowing how to run a tap room. And, yeah. and again, that's another side of the business that you have to understand. Cause when you, you're making beer at home in your garage. It's just for yourself, sure. Yeah. You know, maybe and some then, buddies, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then and then you're you're giving it away to your friends and family for free, and they love it. But it's free beer, right? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we didn't really know, like, okay, we had good feedback on what we we're doing at home and stuff like that, but we didn't know what
1: the market We'd was We actually do have and, a f- uh unofficial tasting during our Super Bowl parties yeah. and, and uh, uh, yeah. have a little feedback sheet for people to, <laughs> to <laughs> <show up laughs> and see what they thought of our beer. So that was putting Put awesome. them to work. Yeah. Yeah,
0: come over for a party. We're going to put you to work as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they enjoyed it. Yeah. It
1: was, it was fun. And, uh, um, and Chiltepine was on there and button yeah. IPA was on there uh, at home. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So th- the,
0: some of the originals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting thing to do too, to, um, you know, because people starting up a brewery, they'll they'll jump into like, hey, let me let me be an assistant brewer. But people, I don't think a lot of people think about that part of it, running right the tap room. You know what I mean? So for you to to get that experience, I think that was that was a great move. You know, because I mean, as a brewer, um, owning a, uh, a brewery, um, you're not just back there brewing. Like you, you probably it would probably be nice to be able to. Just I brew, wish. Right? that's <laughs> yeah, what exactly. it was. Yeah. yeah, but that's not reality, right? You're going to be <laughs> no. doing these other things. So that's cool to. To take that step yeah
1: it's hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the, <laughs> the first the first few months we were fully staffed um, pretty much every day and then uh, the reality of payroll kicks in uh, and uh, Todd told me you got to work behind the bar sometimes just deer and headlights uh,
0: <laughs> what are you talking
1: about I have never poured a beer in my life he says
0: this to you <laughs> yes okay all right yeah <laughs>
1: And so I I didn't go get hospitality experience or anything. So those first two weeks were really rough behind the bar yeah. trying to figure everything out and remember what to pour and not be shaking. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: did <laughs> she do good but now I,
1: she did great. I yeah, now I rock so yeah. <laughs> it didn't, it
2: didn't take her long at all to pick it up and she's so great with people yeah. that it's just it, it was it was natural it was the and, and now she part. enjoys it but you know that first it was it, we had to make some changes in, in yeah. order to to get through opening up uh, opening up and that was one of those changes is taking more shifts in the tap room and just yeah. doing more so
0: yeah yeah uh, well, I remember when we when we came and talked about the Chiltepín. You you had said uh, I don't, maybe not these exact words, but something to the extent of uh, beer is kind of an extension of food, right? You're you're. Oh, she, absolutely. She 100% great. beer yeah. is
2: an extension of food. And I mean, beer and food is meant to be together. People talk about wine and food pairings, and, and that's great. I, li- I like wine, too. And it can do a lot for food, but it really can only contrast your food. Beer has an added dimension to it where it's cooked just like your food is. So you get the same Maillard reactions, the caramelization going on from, from boiling your wort and things like that. And these, these, these create flavors that are also in your food. And and with the right beer and the right food pairing, it, it elevates both, both your beer and your food. And it creates a, a, a wonderful experience. And we all eat. We all drink. So why not make it the best experience that we can? Yeah. So that's one of the funnest things to me about beer is, is yeah, enjoying it with food, So, yeah. which is the original reason why I wanted a restaurant. Yeah, I know. That was you know, I was really wanted hard? to feature that. So that, that's that yeah. been tough. Um, but you know i am still i still look back on it and i'm glad that we didn't push too hard to do that cuz it would have been harder and and uh, this has been challenging enough Sure. and we're learning a lot and, and we're learning, still learning how to grow and we're still learning and we always will um but but uh yeah so
0: i feel like um yeah the, the just my grandmother owned a restaurant as well um actually a couple in the in the town that i grew up in and uh and i feel like having a brewery is like having probably like three kids and having a restaurant <laughs> is having ten kids. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and all the kids, all ten kids are under five. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've oh, talked yeah. to
1: our, you know, some of the businesses we provide beer to, some of the restaurants, and you know, they might not even know the some of the bussers' names and stuff because they no. they have a rotating door. That turnover, go, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, there's no way, like I, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's That's tough. It's yeah. tough enough with what we have four.
0: Four employees, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. We have four
2: employees, one of them's full time and, and, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah.
1: The other three oh yeah, say five, I guess, with a cat.
0: Yeah. You have a cat? Well we no, have no, we no, have no. ha- <laughs> <laughs>
1: We have a floater. We have and, a floater, and, and she probably works And she's awesome. She works behind okay. right the bar okay. every, so we have to every,
0: count every her. month or two. So, yeah. Gotcha. So not a cat. you right. Okay. She, <laughs> does, <laughs> she does
2: count. She Catherine.
1: Does. Catherine. So okay. i okay. <laughs> say four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, all right. So get the idea. You got the business plan lined up. Um, and then, then what? Because then you guys had the Kickstarter at some point, well,
1: right? Well, we did the Kickstarter only for the patio. Oh, we, gotcha. uh, okay. we got to the point where we raised enough money through family and friends and SBA loans and credit cards, the accumulation of all that. And then once to we... To open the brewery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then um, then we did a Kickstarter for the patio. Okay.
0: Which and is an awesome patio, by the way. You. Yeah, you don't so see that That was, in that was
1: one of the, yeah. the main things when we were looking for places to, to rent is yeah. to make sure that the landlord would let us have a patio.
0: Yeah, which you don't see that in, in this, in this type of setting in the, you know, in Industrial. the, yeah. And yeah, the, I mean, you don't, but that was a, that's a great addition. Yeah. Cause I remember when we pulled up, I'm like, dude, look at that patio. That is badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to find, like you said, to find somebody that will say, okay, yeah, sure. You yeah. can, you can build that. Yeah.
1: That's the tough part is finding the right fit to, yeah. to lease that, that they believe in you as well. Yeah. Um, yeah especially in Tucson I think that well maybe in the state of Arizona that um yeah breweries are popping up but it's not the norm yeah. and so when you talk to city officials or or landlords or you know property owners they don't understand what a brewery is uh, and it's it, a lot of times when I would talk to people I would say well it's similar to wine tasting yeah it's like people aren't trying to get drunk and it's not a you know, it's not a, a dive bar. or. It's not a, Dos Gringos, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> so trying to
1: explain that to, you know, so that you get the right fit of, yeah. of a place that you can actually rent at.
0: Yeah. So you open up, open the place up. Um, what, what were the beers that you guys started with? Because I know you said you Chiltepine. Uh, what, what were the ones well, that the you...
2: Well, the
1: on the wall, right?
2: So, yeah, we had... Um, so for our soft opening, we had uh, our, our blonde Ale... Uh, our West Coast style IPA, the Chiltepine Red Ale, the spicy Sonora style spicy Red Ale, and our our Stout, the All soul Stout, just classic American Stout. Um, and then we added three more for our for our grand opening, and the, and that was uh, uh, the Tropical Monsoon. That's the rotating hot beer that we do. Yep. The Pilsner and a Berliner Weiss. Okay. So I really wanted to open with a, with a Pilsner and a Berliner Weiss. It's really important to me because they're really two hard styles of beer to make. They yeah. take a little bit more time. Um, and I uh, figured if I could pull that off, then, all right, we're on the we're on a good start. And yeah. so, yeah, we were able to do that. And uh, the, the Pilsner has become uh, 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 one of our, our regular favorites. Uh, we have quite a few who, who really like that. And we ended up getting that into cans last year. Uh, the, the West Coast IPA, the Button IPA, has been our top seller month yeah. over month over month since we opened. That's this one right here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh the the Chotapine has been um oh. unbelievably popular. We, it it didn't sell very well when we first opened and then a couple months later it just took it's off. It's
1: got a following. It oh, really? just
2: it just skyrocketed and and now we have got it in cans, we've got it in total wines all across the state. Um and, uh, and I think it, it's, it's a, the most div-
1: bo- it, it's the most diverse beer. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, it's it's well, you can. It's a chili beer that, that's spicy enough to let you know that it's a chili beer, but not so spicy to knock your socks off. You know, it's not or supposed you're, like, to make you uncomfortable
0: on the inside of your body, kind of hot, but right? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. You know, or the next day in pain. You know, well, had it's had not. It. That's not our goal. Our goal is to uh, uh, have the 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 chiltepine is a wonderful pepper and have that flavor, the chiltepine shine, and uh, still finish like a beer. Yeah. So we still want it to taste like a beer. So we we worked really hard on that for for a lot of years. And we've had restaurants
1: right. cook with it, so that's been cool. Yeah. And uh, and then we do blends with it too. So if you can't, there's I don't think it's very spicy, but some people do. So you can blend it with the IPA. You can blend it with the stout. But yeah. Yeah. There's been beer cheese soup and and brisket chiltepine. and.
0: Wait a minute, brisket chiltepine?
1: Brush fire. Uh, did a w- we did an event at uh, Casino Del Sol, yeah, and so they marinated it in <sighs> chiltepine, They and they infused it, right, and then they did the barbecue sauce with the chiltepine. Ah, so wow,
0: that's like a dream come true for you, yeah. Todd, right? <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> delicious. <laughs> it, it was really really good. And yeah. then
2: Dove Mountain has a short rib that they make with the, with the chiltepín, and they glaze it and make a sauce. And yeah, and right. uh, um, and Dominic do s- and I've cooked with
1: it. Uh, and yeah. yeah, and then Dominic's, Dominic's Italian the did a beer cheese soup with it, so yeah, it's it, just a really solid. But it's not for everybody though, too. Uh-huh. So it's it's a hit or miss sometimes. Like when people do a flight, sometimes it's like oh it's too <laughs> spicy, and I'm like okay. So it, <laughs>
0: come on, it's not. But that it's that a really spicy. diverse beer though, so. Yeah. It but you good. know how
2: some people don't like any kind of spice. Sure, in the food. pepper. So sometimes pepper is yeah. too much for yeah, people. Yeah, so it's it's just that those people don't really don't care for. But you know what? That doesn't really matter because there's so many different beer styles, and there's there's still a few styles I don't really care for. Sure, you know. Yeah. So and 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 I make the stuff. So yeah. I mean, everybody everybody's got their favorites, and everybody's and that's why got we a have couple. So many styles. different yeah. beers.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So. Qu- quite a f- well. This in this pilsner too, dude. This pilsner is fantastic. And Thank you. And, and it's it's different though like it's different it, so what is it so
2: like? ours is a it's a pre-prohibition style American lager. so it's a it's it's definitely a lot different than what you're going to expect from a modern American lager. Modern American lagers are made with a lot of rice, a lot of corn. They use adjuncts, and those adjuncts uh, uh, actually give you really good efficiency for your alcohol content, but they reduce the flavor. They also increase the shelf life in the beer. So, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to using adjuncts. It it means that, you know, your beer isn't going to spoil as fast because Beer is a delicate food product; it will spoil, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, so there are benefits. But you know, the what you're losing in flavor isn't worth it to me to use them. Yeah. So, in the 1800s, German immigrants came to this country, and and well, with them they brought their love of beer, and when they came over here, well, they, naturally they wanted to make beer. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, and and you know, Pilsner is very famous style in in Germany and the Czech Republic and to a lot of the immigrants that were coming over here so they started making it here with American six row malt okay uh, American lager yeast, like the the big guys use now, uh, mainly German and Czech hops at the time, because in the eighteen hundreds the American hop market wasn't developed like it is now, uh, and so so they they were using German and Czech hops to get those same spicy and aromatics spicy flavors and aromatics that you would get uh, in, in like a typical German or Czech pilsner. Um, so so that that's that's what this is. It's brewed with a hundred percent six row malt and or, or and uh uh american lager yeast we use german yeah. pearl and and check saws and uh uh you know it takes takes about three we or three months rather for for it to be ready we oh, logger really? it wow. yeah it, it's a long process because we logger it traditionally yep. uh we let it all drop out and clear up and and uh then then you know we keg it up and and drink it. So yeah. it's a, yeah, it's it's the it's process. a it's a process. Yeah. It's a labor of love. We do keep it year on year round, so it's hard to keep up with sometimes. Yeah. Um But th- one of the reasons I do this is because I want to do something I love to do. I don't want to just crank out another beer because it takes three weeks just to get it out. Just get it out. Um We do have to do some of that stuff for the business, and uh, that's why we sell a lot of our Blondale and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know this. I feel like is more in line with who we are as a, as a, as, as a brewery. Okay. You yeah. know, that we want, we want to show you that we, we like to take our time and do things in a classic way in a traditional way. And, and, uh, so, so hopefully, you know, people that understand what we're trying to do here can kind of see, can yeah. kind of see what we're putting in behind it. Cause, uh, uh, we, we just want to share that with people and, yeah. and and bring back some of some of what we lost before prohibition. Yeah. So and and yeah. I mean more than prohibition, it was the world wars too that that really messed a lot of stuff up. So uh, it changed our history in, in a lot of ways, and now we're kind of getting back to that. Yeah. So you see the growth of 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 the breweries growing, and all this stuff is. Is getting back to where we were pre-Prohibition. Anyway, we're now beyond that, but yeah. you know, it took a while just to get back to where we were. Yeah, and so that it only happened a couple of years ago.
0: Well, I, I love it, man, because I and, and when you explained that to me as we were drinking it uh, last time, it it changed. It changed for me because you go expecting like a like a um, uh, I don't want to say a traditional Pilsner, but like a like a super clean, um, not very not very multi-dimensional. You know what I mean? Good, good good beer, but that, yeah. when you explain what that was, and, and if to me it almost kind of tasted, and, and I mean this in a good way, uh, like the wort, right, where it's that sweetness, and you can really taste the grain in, in that beer, and it tastes like a prohibition style even though i wasn't even alive then <laughs> that makes sense right is that yeah. i mean yeah. if we
2: could go back and compare it uh, hopefully it's close but you know yeah. um, obviously we'll all i can do know. is study we'll history <laughs> and try to do the best i can but yeah, yeah. absolutely you know the six row malt and, and the higher use of it rather than using adjuncts gives it a lot more malt character yeah so you get you get those those malty bready flavors and and almost like a light toasted bread flavor and and uh um you know then then you get the added spice of the check Saws. and and the, the and so it's it's uh yeah it's it's a good beer. it's amazing you Yeah. Know? <laughs>
0: it's a... okay so then we have uh so the IPA was one that was that was uh an early staple as well right
2: yeah yeah so the the, the button IPA is the one i brewed brewed in, in my garage all the time for myself for years and and you know i tweaked it and mess with it until I got it to where I wanted it. And uh, uh, so, yeah, we, we opened with it here. And since we opened month after month after month, it's been our top seller.
0: No, like that number one.
1: That's, yeah, no, that's number one.
2: Yeah. Nothing, nothing can touch N-
1: nothing's it. Nothing's bumped it. Yeah. Really? Maybe no, it, there, was one, leave, month, there oh, was one month. There was one month. Tropical
2: monsoon. Tropical <laughs> <laughs> monsoon number four. Overtook it. Tell me when one that month. one comes back. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Other than that, it's been the, the IPA has been our top seller. Dude,
0: it's a great IPA because so I I kind of got on a kick of uh, of the I, as with a lot of people I got into the Hazy's you know and mm-hmm. and they're great. These are great. Yeah. They're great beers. But after a while, man, after about a year and a half, like it's probably about a month ago, I'm like I'm done. Like I can't. Like it just like destroys your mouth. Like uh, you know I, I don't know I. I I can't explain exactly what happened, but I, about a month ago, I switched back to, like, I was really craving the West Coast styles. So that's, that's this. This is a West Coast style. And, and dude, yep. this is fantastic because I know th- in the description it talks about the pine aspect of it, but it's, it's very balanced with everything else because some yes. of them are just too, that, too much of that resin, pine kind of taste. This is a fantastic IPA, man, nice. like a Thanks. classic West Coast style. Yeah, yeah. Nice work with that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this last one that we have here that we, I mean, I don't want to say last one because you guys got a, quite a few beers on here, uh, which is just an yeah, awesome usually range. usually have 14,
1: 15 beers on tap.
0: Yeah. There's a sarsaparilla. What is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that, that, that yeah, you make that's
1: that? That's for our, uh, we named that after our, well, almost eight-year-old yeah. Gianna because uh, she has been a trooper through this whole thing and uh-huh. raising her in a brewery yeah <laughs> so, yes so, so you make your own <laughs> so yeah so
2: we, we uh we make a non-alcoholic sarsaparilla and um it's it's all natural we we use a uh, sarsaparilla root birch bark ginger root cassis bark um uh there's a little bit of star anise vanilla and uh a, a, a scotia si- a spearmint in it too and and uh basically it's a you know it's it's a root beer and, and it's, it's got a little bit more spice character and a little bit more punch than a standard root beer. And, uh, we, we take all those spices and we, we steep them for a couple of hours in a pot and then we cool it off and we add uh, we add a little bit of brown sugar and natural cane sugar for, for some sweetener and carve it up and put it on draft. And nice. it's, it, I, I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's a tasty, spicy root beer and, uh. It's it's pretty popular with with our regulars. Some of the kids don't enjoy it as much because it's got a lot (laughs) lot of flavor. flavor. Okay, yeah. You know, it's not it's not that sugary sweet junk you get in the supermarket. Sure, okay, yeah. So some of the kids aren't as excited about it because it's not as sweet and it's not (laughs) you know doesn't have as much sugar in it. Sure, it's got a little bit more root character and stuff like that. So, uh, but but a a lot of the adults uh, really really do like it, and our kids like it, but. You know, we make a meat. Weird stuff. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like when you go to a, a place and like you, my my girls always get grilled cheese. Well, they used to get grilled cheese, but most of the places we go, you know, she's like, ah, oh, I don't like this. I'm like, dude, that's like that's like Havarti cheese and like smoked Gouda. That's like the best thing ever. Like, I just want craft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> just an American cheese <laughs> yeah. on
2: white bread. And, yeah,
0: which has its place <laughs> also. You oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they
2: melt great. American cheese on burgers is great. Oh, dude. Melts perfectly. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it's
0: like I know that's not cheese, but I don't care. Yeah, it's, right? it's playing the part. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this last one we're going to taste. So this is a this is a saison. Um, I was really excited to see a saison on on the tap list. Um, so you guys actually collaborated with uh, a local tap room, right?
1: Oh well, uh, it's a Tap and Grill restaurant. Tap and down Grill. The okay. Um, right off of Thornydale, Monsoon's Tap and Grill, and also with Kyle who used to brew uh, at Thunder Canyon and at 1912 and has since gone back to school. Okay. And uh, so we made a special beer for a friend of ours that uh, we lost in October. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. And why why this, this style? It was
2: his jam. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle was his best friend, and uh, uh, he really loved Saison's, especially – French-style saisons because they're lower in alcohol. Like the Belgian styles are typically a little bit more fruity. Uh, You get more like the banana and bubblegum and and those type of fruity esters going on and and, and a little bit more of an increased alcohol content. Okay. Um, And then the French styles are typically a little bit lighter. Um, have a little bit more spice character and less fruit character for the phenolics, and uh, a little bit lower in alcohol. Uh, but saisons are essentially, you know, saison means season, and they were made for field workers. Yeah. So you know, you come off of working; out, they were working man's beer. You know, you come off of working the field all day, and you want a cold beer, and and uh, so so that, that's what the saisons typically were were made for, for the Belgian and French countryside. And and uh, so this, yeah, this one was dedicated to him um i I wish he could have tried it yeah Uh, buddy
1: joe martinez yeah yeah he was uh one of our annual members and then he was also i think he he was a mug club member at the thunder canyon that used to be here and then at monsoons Uh, so uh just a dear friend of ours that we we released it on his birthday
0: ah nice nice and and nailed the beer too man that's that's Joe would be proud of that one. (laughs) That's a fantastic beer. I I
1: really
2: think you would have liked it. And and, uh, Kyle, who knew him better than anybody, uh, helped me design the recipe. And really, he came up with the idea because he knew Joe so well. Yeah. It would have been it. And then we worked on it together and and brewed it. And um, I love the way it came out. I I really like the beer a lot. And uh, Kyle was really happy and thought that Joe would have really enjoyed it. So. So that was pretty cool, man. We we missed the hell out of that guy, but you know that's that's life. Yeah, you know, we yeah. We people sometimes, and yeah. so all we try to do is uh, remember him and and uh, do something we thought he'd like. So,
0: yeah, yeah. will be something that you guys continue to make, maybe periodically. Oh, I'm sure. I'm
2: sure we'll do it again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: I hope so because I like it a lot. It's <laughs> 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 very good. Well, we had
1: another season as well. The.
2: Yeah, we, we had more of a Bel- uh, it was more of a Belgian style.
0: So okay. Belgian styles are more sweet, like if that. Like. Um.
2: Well, you know, saison is such a it's such a broad category. Okay. Yeah. So it, it really is up to the brewers' interpretation, uh, but there's I think it's probably the broadest category of all styles that are out there. Interesting. Okay. So there's a lot of different ways to do them. Yeah. Uh, that that what my take on it. And what I explained earlier—that's just how I view that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, how right I am about it, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. but typically those are those are the characteristics I'll, I'll run into some more of the classic uh, Belgian and French styles.
0: Yeah, I love it, man. I, and I so for me, I like all the I like saison. Some of them are a little too sweet for me. Um, I like more of the tart. Um, some of the, the I guess the wild wild, wild ale saisons, but, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, I don't even know why I'm saying all this cause I'm not picky. <laughs> it's in front of me. <laughs> yeah, Cezanne, and, that's yeah. another thing.
2: Saison is also another style that's, uh, you know, fermented with wild yeast and, and, uh, bacteria to, to make it sour. Yeah. So, so again, it's such a yeah. broad category. You can, there's so many things you can do with them.
0: Yeah. Well, nice job on that one. I I really like that one's nice and balanced because it's got a little bit of that, um, I don't want to say tartness, but. Um, I get, yeah, like you, the citrus, like it right in the description, but it still has like just a great beer, man. Nice work, cool. <laughs> yeah. glad you like <laughs> um, the blends too. So the two things that I noticed, I mean, actually three here. So you got the beer blends, you do Rattlers, and then um, the micheladas. Like those, that that that's awesome to add that a whole new depth to the to the beer. You know,
1: we had a lot of regulars going. Can you mix this and that and this and that? And then it became like a staple for them. And then. Yeah. So we just felt it like, oh, well, here's a suggestion. Yeah. Like, like I said, we, you blend the chiltepine and, and it's not – the heat isn't as, as uh, I guess, overcoming for some yeah. if you mix it with the, the stout or with the IPA. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: And, and historically, beers are blended. They're blended from before they're fermented with the work gets blended sometimes the post-fermentation gets blended and you know why not do it at the taps too so yeah uh it, it's one of my favorites is taking the stout and the chiltepine yeah. we call it the snoring hot chocolate oh, yeah. and, and <laughs> yeah. it's got a little bit of kick it's got the nice you know the the chocolatey toffee flavors and the coffee aromas and flavors from the stout yeah and then it's still got a little bit of heat from the chiltepine beer and yeah. and it it blends nicely and and uh it's pretty good because I mean a lot of people have had stats with chilies in them and stuff like that. And that's yeah. pretty much what it does. Yep. Um, so I don't know. It's just fun sometimes to to put a couple beers together and then you get a whole another beer. Whole to, another beer. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It makes it easy, right? It's not like hey, I have to I have to brew. A crapload of this you know see just pouring in the glass see how it turns out yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and <laughs> then, then if it doesn't turn out well well it's
2: not that right it's not a whole batch of beers. 16 so.
0: ounces to <laughs> chuck yeah yeah <laughs> and what the, what about a rattler like what is uh what, what do you guys do with the
2: so um t- you know uh, a rattler a the, the name comes from germany okay. or shandy comes from england you know and or, uh, it's basically a blend of uh, a light lager and and uh, carbonated lemonade. Okay. So what we do is we just take uh, we take Seven Up or ginger ale or some of the lacroix flavored waters and and mix it with our blonde or our pilsner. And for uh, those
1: that don't want to. A beery beer uh, Well, it, gotcha, it, yeah. it, it cuts
2: through kind of some of the beer flavors and but it also cuts the alcohol in half.
1: Oh uh, yeah,
2: so it, so it makes it a lot lighter, so you could take the the five percent blonde and cut it down to two and a half percent, and that's typically where a rattler is, okay. so in that range, like two and a half three percent Gotcha um, so I, I've seen some as high as four percent that's usually on the higher side for for Rattler. but uh, yeah, it's meant to be like a really light, easy drinking summer. Yeah. Beer, and it's, it's summer here year-round. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we can just do it. We can just do it You know, all the time. So.
0: And then the micheladas. That's only on Sundays, though, right?
2: Yeah, so the micheladas are only on Sundays. We recommend it with the Uh, chilt-tapine. Chilt-tapine. Yeah. uh We only do it on Sundays because we make a house-made mix. Okay. We squeeze a whole bunch of limes to make the lime juice. We use uh, tomato juice, a uh, few other goodies, and we make a fresh mix every Sunday. And then when we're out, we're out. Yeah. Um and uh it's uh so it's a fresh made mix. You can choose your beer that you have it mixed with. Um and uh but we recommend the Chiltepine, of course. It makes a pretty unique michelada.
0: You made that for me when we when we stopped yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would have to agree. Yeah, I haven't had the other ones, but I I'm still going to recommend the Chiltepine. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're good with the other ones, but yeah. I guess the the kind of cheats a little bit because the beer yeah, it helps. The, <laughs> it helps the the, the, the flavor. The, yeah, it helps the michelada a lot. Yeah. You know, so uh,
0: so n- another thing too, I did. Uh, we talked about the collaboration with Monsoons uh, Tap and Grill. Um, you guys just did one with uh, with your boys up at Old Ellsworth too, right? Oh uh, yeah, IPA. we we, we,
2: did we while brewed while. a yeah a while back. We brewed a, a black IPA with them, and uh, it was a black rye IPA with a boatload of chocolate. Ooh. Wheat and chocolate rye and and uh, it, it, it was delicious. We put a bunch of Chinook and Centennial in it and and uh, uh, came out really nice and piney and yeah uh, and uh, re- really good flavors. That was a fun beer.
0: And where was that? Was that here? You guys happened here. We brewed that at their place. Okay.
2: We brewed okay. that up at their place, and then uh, brought back a few
0: kegs here. Nice, so. nice. I'm a big fan of the black IPAs, man. The I really like them too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and,
2: and it's a style you don't see very often no. anymore. Uh-uh. It,
0: a few years ago,
2: it really, really hit hit hard, and then it kind of fizzled out from there. Um but yeah, they're they're one of my favorite styles. I yeah. really like IPAs and I really like stouts and so yeah. it's like a blend of, it is. of that, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh but it works. It yeah. works. So, uh they're fun to do and and uh we'll, we'll probably be doing another one at some point.
0: Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, I feel that the Black IPA was the one that really got me into craft beer. Um it was oh, the okay. Lost Highway, Mother Road oh, Lost yeah. Highway. Oh yeah. That's great. And yeah. and I think it was I, I think I fell in love with so many different things at once. It was the weather in Flagstaff, the patio at the original Mother Road location, um, just the vibe of Flagstaff. And then that beer is just fantastic, you know. And they serve it, I think on weekends, it's like $3.23 ounce. You know? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the Imperial Pine or whatever it is? Yeah. So uh, so that, those will catch up to you, though. Those. I call oh, yeah. blackout IPA. That's an well. 8% beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you
2: can't have too many of those and no. remember your day.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you guys do, uh, what, what is the Button Brew Crew?
1: Uh, we have an annual membership where uh, we give them T-shirts and we throw them a party at the end of the year, and then uh, we're having monthly meetings now, um, and then also they have discounts Throughout the year, so okay. for every visit that they have, they'll, you know, they get draft discounts, um, merch discounts, growler fill discounts, even for kegs. If they're to purchase a oh, keg, nice. okay. retail kegs, uh, they get a discount on those. But we pretty much have an event going on every day. So
0: uh, I, I was going to say that you guys have, that you have a lot of events going on, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, did you want to go through those? Or? Yeah, okay. a, What do you got? What so do you got going we, uh, on? Yeah, <laughs> Monday. Mondays we have team trivia. Okay. At six o'clock, and then Tuesdays we have growler discounts. Nice. Wednesdays, uh, we feature a pint. So we uh, we uh, select a featured beer, and then you can get a pint of it for half off. Oh, nice. Then on Thursdays, this is
0: for the 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 this Rooker? is just regular. This is everybody. Yep, this nice. Is everybody. Okay.
1: Then on Thursdays, uh, more times than not, we have a cheers to charity where we donate. We we select a, non, a local nonprofit, and then we um, donate a dollar for every pint or larger sold to that nonprofit because uh-huh. we want to give back in the, a small way for us to give back. So this month, since it is Pride Month, we're uh, we're donating to the Southern Arizona AIDS Foundation, and yes. we also have Drag Queen Bingo um, yeah. <laughs> every Thursday this month at 6 o'clock. Then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have food trucks, and uh, Saturday nights we have live music. Yeah. And uh, we also do a bike ride the first and third, uh, first and third Saturday of the month to nineteen twelve Brewing Company. Oh, really? So we, okay. Yeah, so we hop on the loop, and then it's about an eight mile ride on the loop. Have a couple beers there. Come back, have a few beers here. So that's a good time as well.
0: Yeah. So what is the loop?
1: Oh, it's a bike loop. It's t- oh, throughout nice. Tucson. Okay, yeah. I was
0: like, you get, you jump on the ten.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. We have a. There's a bike loop throughout Tucson, and, oh, and nice. we can access it here. Yeah. And then it's, it's, yeah, it's right over here, and then, um, and then it's right behind 1912
0: as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So that works yeah. out really well.
1: And then uh, the fourth Saturday of the month, we actually do a fun run to Catalina Brewing. So oh. we'll do, we'll run over there and get a five ounce beer, run back for a five ounce, and we do. That four times,
0: back and forth five uh-huh. times, four, four times, t- oh, back and forth yeah, four so times. Yeah, so that's okay. about a mile,
1: a little over a mile, and then you get a dollar off your pint here and a dollar off your pint there.
0: Oh wow, so. nice. Yeah,
1: so we're always trying new things, and 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 uh, yeah, that's that's about all the events.
0: That's awesome. Constantly. Though. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, you just started the drag queen bingo um and you said it's gone awesome right yes, like people yes. love it yes yeah
1: so we're gonna try to do that monthly and then we have annual stuff too that we're doing um in october we do an october fest and we invite about seven to eight uh, we'll probably go up to ten this year other breweries okay so we purchase their beer and then we invite them to pour yeah and so we take over the parking lot nice and then we do uh, one in march called march happiness nice. and then so again we invite our our fellow breweries and actually get to hang out with them yeah. on our on our on our premise um and then yeah it, that that's another one to spread the love in tucson yeah because a lot of people you know uh, especially in tucson they stay in their like you know one mile radius pretty much yeah and so they'll just be like oh well i haven't been to harbottle yet where's that and like south tucson and they're like oh I never go over there. Yeah. But even even down the street, <laughs> like we had an event over at the Botanical Gardens and that's just um, Ina and Oracle. And you tell people, oh yeah, we're just go on Ina. And oh, I never go that far. So, so it's just
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> Not that far. What is that so, yeah. so,
1: so it's nice to introduce people in our neighborhood that don't get to go out there. And we're actually yeah. doing um, summer brewery tours with Old Pueblo Brew Tours. Oh, so nice. they're going to... Um, once a month, they're going to go out on the outskirts breweries. So you know, Black Rock and Harbottle and Greenfeet, yeah. um, and and visit those that you know. Everyone kind of goes downtown, sure, and hits all the breweries there. But now encourage people to go to the other ones.
0: Well, it's it's the the convenience of the downtown ones makes it more of a task to drive. 10 minutes to sure. BlackRock, right? get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But you yeah. still
1: want to check them out. Exactly,
0: yeah. exactly, yeah. My wife has a bunch of family that lives over on the east side of town, over in, like, the Tanca Verde area, so we're lucky. So, I like, I can hit both. I'm like, oh, well, we're over by Sentinel Peak, so we might as well, yeah. you know, go here, too. Uh, but, uh, but no, that's awesome. I, I love the, the Tucson beer scene. Um, the, I don't know, it's just... There's a lot of um, there's a lot of pride with the with the Arizona, not just Arizona or um, uh, Tucson uh, beer scene and the Tucson like food, like yep. every every it's like a great community, yeah. We love it. Yeah, and Absolutely. I'm sure Todd loves it a lot uh, too. Yeah. With the he's a food guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: it's it's great here. I, I love it when people come into town and they're like,
0: "Is there anywhere good
2: here to eat?" Oh, yeah. (laughs) Here we go. Get ready to have
0: your mind blown. Because if you're not
2: from Tucson, you don't realize what a gem it is here. Yeah,
0: yeah. We come down here a lot, like with my wife's family being down here. So um, her cousins both grew up here, so they have a lot of pride in me. He's like my – Uh, Her cousin, Max, is like, dude, next time you come, we're going to go to Baja Cafe for breakfast. Best, best breakfast. Dude, he he said that. love Baja. It was the day after (laughs) we we came in. um, And Max is like, dude, I'm taking you to Baja. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, He's like, I'm telling you, it's going to be the best breakfast you ever have. I'm like, all right, cool. I've heard that a hundred times. Yeah, we left. I'm like, that is the best breakfast I've (laughs) ever had in my life. Like, that was amazing. Yeah, Yeah. so, uh, so I'm with you, man. Yeah, (laughs) yes. Uh, We went one time to uh, Classy Alcoholica was with us, and we went to where's the place that was the the inventor of the chimichanga? Is it a I can't remember. It's right down oh, by Borderlands.
2: Uh, El Charo, right? El Charo, El Charo yeah. El Ch-
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, El Charo. So we, we jumped around all these places downtown. I had quite a few beers, and I'm talking the whole time. like, we got to go there. i got to get an enchilada or uh, chimichanga. It's my favorite food. So we go, and I didn't even get a chimichanga for some reason. <laughs> I just remember the food was so good. And the next day, uh, Max was like, dude, I thought you were going to get a chimichanga. I'm like, didn't I? He's like, no. I'm like, God damn it. All right, we gotta go back to that yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh well guys, thanks for doing this. This you guys are awesome. Uh Thank love you what so you're much. doing. Yeah. Thank you.
2: You're awesome, man.
0: So. I appreciate that. And and it makes I'm so much glad, sense.
2: Glad a uh, Classy, you know, really Pushed, pushed, pushed you. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. You know what I, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, classy. I <laughs> yes. love you. Yeah. You better be listening <laughs> to this. <you> <laughs> yeah. He's probably all pissed off because I didn't invite him to this one. But uh, guys, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Um, anything else you want to add? Anything else that, that we missed? Um,
1: Come check us out.
0: Yeah. Come see us. We're ten minutes from downtown. We're
2: the Ina exits open. It is open. We're, we're, we're like a half a mile from the exit. That's right. Uh, yeah. We are open we're, we're seven are,
1: days a week. So yeah, we're easy. No to get excuses. To. <laughs>
0: and you got Catalina right over there too. So I yeah, Catalina's jump. right
2: here too, so yeah, yeah there's there's more beer. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> guys, thanks so much for listening to the episode and thank you guys always for your support. Tap That AZ is part of the Hopped Up Network, so if you're looking to find some new craft beer podcast, go check them out, hoppedupnetwork.com. Also, let's get the word out about Tap That AZ and about Arizona Craft Beer and Craft Beverages. Review on iTunes always always helps and it makes me feel good inside. Um <laughs> so if you want to give a review rating, that would be awesome. Help us kind of climb up those rankings, get more visibility. And there's other ways you can do it though, too. You can tell a friend, tell a friend who loves craft beer, tell a person that loves Arizona, tell a person that loves stories about tap that AZ podcast, share with a friend, got some merchandise. So if you want to sport, um, your support, I don't know if that's a thing, sport your support, but if you want to, if you want to buy a shirt or a hat, check out, um, the store going to be up pretty soon, but, um, hit me up, hit me up, Eric at tapthataz.com or Um, On Instagram stories, I have some merchandise um, in the highlights. So take a look at that or send me a direct message through the social medias. All right, guys. You guys, I think you know what I'm going to say at this point. Stay awesome.